Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Chip. Well, hi. How are you you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a little rainy here in Nashville. It's kind of cozy. It feels like a little bit of fall vibe. You know we're getting cool weather this weekend. I know. I saw it's going to drop. I mean, I think a lot of the country is going to see a big drop. Really? There's like a weird cold front. Yeah, I read yesterday that there's some places that like it's literally going to drop like 40, 30 or 40 degrees well, that's from the here. high in that day to it's going to for us, it's going to be like 20 degrees, a 20 degree oh. drop from the high that day. But it's going to be like the high 40s at night this weekend, which yeah, is kind of like sweater weather. I love Oh, mm-hmm. You got a little sweater on already. I do. I'm really cozy. I have on slippers and a sweater and I just really love fall. It makes me really happy. I put my like my little mat outside. This is Hello Pumpkin. That's as far as I go with Halloween decorations. (laughs) Oh my God. My my street's having a parade and they're using my, yeah, they're using my driveway to do a photo booth. Oh, wow. It feels aggressive, but do you have a lot of trick Hey, that's my contribution. Oh my God, we have, well, so it's a neighborhood parade. It's not on the trick-or-treat night. Um, and will you be in this parade? No, or driving no, because I'll be out of town, so I won't be here. But they're going to use my driveway f- to set up the, um, and funny enough, the photographer that's doing it, I was at a shoot this week with Elle, and we were shooting with Robbie Klein, who's a photographer, who's an amazing photographer in, here in town. Him. And mm-hmm. one of the assistants her name is Alyssa Barker, and I follow her on Instagram because she's also an amazing photographer. Okay. And so I was like at the shoot, I was like, oh my God, I had you on my list for this like list of photo. When I put together a list of photographers to suggest, she was one of them. And so I was happy to see that she was actually on set. She was like, yeah, this is totally like my jam. I'm so happy I'm here. Anyway, she goes, also, um, I think I live on your street. <laughs> Oh my God. And she literally lives like five houses down from me. And she was like, also, are you going to be around for the thing? Because I'm apparently doing a a photo booth in your front yard on your driveway. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not, but I did agree to 
And I was like, let me know if you have any problems with the electric because I can let you into my house remotely. Oh, so wow, look at you, <laughs> fancy pants. Such a small world, but yeah, it's um, I don't really decorate either. And there are some people in my street that like, I mean, it's insane. Oh, I feel like there's up, a and house I feel down so my much street. shame. Yeah, I have a house down my street that literally the entrance is this huge skull at this, this time of year. It looks like a haunted house, like wow. legit haunted house. It's just funny to me. I love that only in Nashville would you have a professional photographer doing a photo booth in your driveway. <laughs> right. Like, what is that? And like, like? Le- last year, they like there were like legit floats, like families on my street, and I think they extended to a few blocks. Still, but they've got the permit where the streets closed closed oh, off. My. But then on whatever, I guess it's Halloween night when the trick or treaters come. Like it's crazy because we have Krogers by us. So you're like my mom. Of- you put an S on Krogers. It's Kroger. No, it's Kroger's by us. It's like apostrophe us. There is a Kroger by us. No, but I'm saying Kroger's by us. Like no, us. No, it's a. But you would say there is a Kroger by us. You could say that, or I could say Kroger is by us. And I'm just okay. shortening. You guys Kroger email us at the with your weigh in <laughs> on if it's Kroger or do you add the s Kroger's. Well, the store is just Kroger, but I'm Obviously. saying, uh, but I'm I'm turning it into a contraction. It's, it's like, like Kroger. The Facebook. No, it's just Facebook. Right. I wouldn't say the Facebook. Right. <laughs> anyway, there's yeah. a grocery store named Kroger by us, and <laughs> a lot of people park there. Like church buses will park there and walk the whole yeah. the neighborhood because it's it's a really like w- small short streets that don't have a lot of cut throughs. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I normally spend a fortune on candy. Well, this is a big debate happening in my relationship right now. Because... Okay. <laughs> so I, on Halloween day, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, she's the Grinch that stole Halloween. But I, I turn my, I turn my light off. I shut the door. And I'm you leave like, a bag of candy out? No, I don't do that even. Oh, like... I got really, I don't know. I don't know. I just, for some reason, like... When I was dating my last relationship, there were children involved. So we obviously would go trick-or-treating and it was so fun. Like I loved it. But since then, I just have sort of been like, I don't know if it was like I was sad because I missed those girls or like what it was, but I just didn't really want to participate. So last year, I forgot to turn my light off. Oh, no. So I had some kids knock and I just like didn't answer. (laughs) I was like, who am I? What is wrong with me? My boyfriend like gives full candy bars. And he's wow. like, and I'm like, well, I bet your house is hopping. Like yeah. you're giving away a full Hershey's it's on message bar? boards, probably. Totally. They're like, hit the house in the corner. Yeah. He's go got twice. Full Kit Kats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go twice. Change your costume. Right. But, he, but his big complaint is how much money he spends on Halloween. And I was like, well, I bet you do. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I mean, candy is not cheap. Like I bought because no. um, I did buy a bag, which I've now left at the office since I'm not going to be at home. Um, and it's like 40 bucks and mm. I can go through seven, eight of those easily. Bag of what? It's like mixed, like oh, assorted. Yeah. It's assorted sure. stuff, but Nerds, like to make skills. it not feel like I'm spending $300 on candy every year. It's like, I I'll buy a bag every time I go to the grocery store. Mm. So it's like spread, spread out. out. Yeah. Trick yourself. <laughs> yeah, like I just am like, damn, Halloween is expensive. That's probably why oh. I just don't do it. I'm like, you know what? 
this You're like, house. I don't even eat candy, so why I should don't. they? Why would I kill you guys with all this sugar, okay? What if you just <laughs> left a bag of apples out and said, first come, first serve? <laughs> they would all just still be sitting there. At the end yeah. of the <laughs> They'd probably put razors in them and said, keep them yourself. Or I'd try to put like my gluten-free, dairy-free option, like some sort of Cardboard candy that's got no snack. sugar. <laughs> it's yeah. like, this is the most boring, terrible house. You get samples, like you go to every dentist office in Nashville and get like this, like, sample um dental flosses <laughs> that they give you when you I'm like leave. here's a green juice and here's some colgate to take on your way <laughs> it's just like toms it's not even like it's, toms. it's like the the natural toothpaste <laughs> it's like arm and hammer bacon soda could toothpaste. you imagine kids would be like, and i'm like giving away vitamins and shit you're like why is there bags of poop thrown against my house why did I get egged guys <laughs> you come home your house I'm like are these paper, organic i love it, I love it. <laughs> Uh, um, this well, is such well. a, this is such a tangent, but I just thought of it because there's this girl on Instagram, and I don't know if any of you guys follow her or even watch the Kardashians. Chip, I know you don't, but I don't. There's this girl. Her name's like Eurus. I don't even know. It's why you are a. I bet if you put that in, you would find her. And she does these videos where she plays each Kardashian character. Okay. And every time she plays Courtney, all she says is, "Is it organic?" <laughs> it kills me. <laughs> it's just like everything is like vegan, gluten free, organic, all these things, and I'm like, I 100 know that this is what my friends say by my back. Is it organic? <laughs> is that gluten free, dairy free? <laughs> well, it was funny because we so we went. Um, Kelly and I were to dinner last night for our friend's birthday, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. she was a little late because she was working, and. We went to an Italian restaurant, a pizza restaurant, like it's a really so nice pizza Italian restaurant. And um, as we're ordering, like we order a bunch of shit. And then one of our friends goes, um, excuse me, can you tell me what on this list is dairy free and gluten? gluten-free for our friend who's coming a little later and i was like we're at a fucking pizza restaurant it's it like is all dairy <laughs> and gluten and the guy God was like i mean her. yeah literally everything you ordered has cheese on it yeah. like except for this salad and that thing it's like so. cheese and breadcrumbs and then bread yeah. he's like i don't know if you know this about pizza but it's bread and cheese it is <laughs> literally bread and cheese. gluten and dairy on a plate God, yeah. and God all those Italian words down there are just Italian for cheese. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These are all the different ways you say gluten and dairy yeah. in Italian. Yeah. Uh, and I will tell you, I did see her eat one quarter of an ice cream sandwich. So, <laughs> but I do think it was, I think it was, um, you said it was sorbet. sorbet. I don't think it was ice cream. I think it was it sorbet. Was so good. We, we're Italian. talking about the restaurant City House. If anyone ever comes to visit Nashville, I highly recommend. It's been one of my favorites. James, James Beard Award winning. James Beard. It's it's an OG of Nashville. It was before, mm -hmm. before Nashville was what you guys who don't live here and hear about. Before Nashville was that, City House is there. It was like one of my favorite restaurants from the get-go of being here. It's so good. But it is. Italian is like the most difficult meal for me to eat, which sucks because who doesn't like pasta and bread and pizza and whatever. But there are some places who have like gluten-free options and I can do certain cheeses as long as they're not like cow's milk. Got it. Okay. Well, we didn't even get asked for that detail, but I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I oh, Kelly's like, going to be farting all night. No, it's not even <laughs> farting. It's that I get allergies. It's you always think I'm going to like shit my pants. That's like not even Wait, it makes happens. you itch. No, it's like my, my head, I get a headache. I get like super congested. 
Now, if I eat gluten, I end up looking like I'm pregnant. Like it's just my belly swells, but it's just because it inflames your body, you know, like, but I'm not like intolerant. I'm just sensitive. So I just avoid because I feel like I need to go take a nap after I eat all those things. So Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, this is the tangent that you guys never asked for. <laughs> and here we are. Are you still Friday. there? Hello. 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 Are you there? Um, anyway, uh, I just wanted to catch up, though, because I feel like you and I haven't really had like a bit of a catch up in a minute. And... 
We didn't even do our wrap up last month because we ended up having Gretchen Rubin pop on the podcast and she was amazing. She's amazing. She and I are like friends on Insta now and I like, I'm just kind of obsessed with her. Amazing. Like I could have, I could listen to her give me advice. If I never had to talk again, I would happily just sit there and listen to her give me advice. If you guys missed that podcast, it was with author, New York Times bestselling author, Gretchen Rubin. She wrote The Happiness Project. You might have heard that one. But she has a bunch of other books, too, that all kind of revolve around happiness and like the different Mm -hmm. ways we get in the way of our own happiness. Or like even if you're living your life and your life is good, but you're kind of like, there's something else, which I think every human relates to. And there's no way that you could avoid that at some point in your life. I think that's what a lot of people are going through with like a midlife crisis. You know, you get to the place where you're like, you have a success, you have the the family, you have the white picket fence and you're like, and is this it? Something's not adding up. Yeah. yeah. And so she was really great. I thought I'd like really diving deep into that. She's so well-spoken. I said this on my Instagram, but anytime we've had guests on here that also that Oprah has also interviewed, I'm like, what is this life? I can't believe it happened because we were like shooting for the stars with that one. So that was really exciting. Yeah. I first reached out and they were like, oh, she's not really taking interviews, but she loved our house keeping idea. She was like, this is so right up my alley. And so she fit us in her schedule, which I was just so happy and thrilled about. But you guys haven't checked that out. Go check it out. It is um, the last podcast of last month, which means we're shifting. This is October, the first Friday of October, and we're shifting into a new theme. We did the housekeeping topic. That was one of my favorites that I feel like we've done in a while. I have to admit something though. Oh, no. I didn't get to my office. I mean, either. Remember, remember we challenged each other. <laughs> Can we buy ourselves? A, I mean, maybe I, if it's going to be cold and rainy this weekend, maybe I'll get to it. But I, I did clean up my closet and gave away a lot of clothes. Okay. Like, well, in your defense, and I think we did mention this on the podcast before, Gretchen, but you sent me like bags full of clothes that you were giving away that you mm-hmm. you had really done like a deep dive in your closet i feel and what's what's crazy too is when i looked at my closet i would have never been like there are eight bags of clothes in there that you could that get, rid get rid of of yeah. course it's shocking it's it disgusting really to me shocking. how many clothes i have sometimes when i cuz i just don't think about it and i think we're just so used to like oh i want that thing and clothes are where i spend my money if mm-hmm. i'm being honest like mm-hmm. so they're just I have a million of the same things sometimes. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. How many black tank tops do I need? Oh my like, God. I've got all I wear are black t-shirts. But yeah, I, part of that is because it helps me with my like personal housekeeping. I don't have to think mm. about like how to dress. And I and I do think that that actually minimizes what I need to buy. It's all just like the other stupid shit I buy yeah. or things that like I'm, you know, are 15 years old. And I'm like, I'll fit into that one day. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm never going to fit into that again. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, so you did do that. I think we talked about this. I also, I didn't get to my office upstairs at my house, but I don't think it's over, but I did do, I did catch up on most of my paperwork and billing, which was the other thing that's been looming and I hate doing and I avoid at all costs. Um, So that was really good to catch up on, but I do think I'm starting to kind of transition into this new topic this month. I think there are ways that we can actually still keep our deal alive. Yes. Okay. You think? Okay. I'm all about it. With that said, should we dive into what we're thinking? Sure. 
So obviously it's October, as you guys know, and we touched on the fact that it's Halloween, which are you a big Halloween person, Chip? I mean, I'm it's like I'm either at 150% or zero. Mm. What's the last costume you wore? Um, what was the last one I was? I mean, I can talk about I can't like if you ask me where I was yesterday, I don't remember. Mm. What was I last Halloween? I don't know if okay, I Okay, what's your phone. favorite Halloween costume you've ever done? Oh, um, I was an upside down person once <laughs> where I got I got like a really big sweatsuit and okay. built this contraption that like harnessed these legs above my head. Yeah. Um, and then I painted my face blue to match so I could see out of the the pants. And then I put this sweatsuit on my legs and okay. then like somehow attached it so that it wouldn't fall down. And then attached a, a head between my legs and oh looked like I was God. just like a person that was a handstand. It um was really fun until I had to like move. What because it's like he um I could I could pull the shirt down, but like walking through doorways was hard. Like <laughs> I had to like waddle everywhere because the head was like swinging like I had big huge balls. Um, oh my god. I mean, I've had some really good ones. I've had You're some great really- at costumes. What I will give to you too is that you are like Mr. Hands-on. You make your own costumes. I like to make them because I don't like I'm I would never be like, I'm gonna be Superman. If it, if if I was like I'm gonna be Superman, I would come up with a version of Superman that never existed before. Right. You know, and I would need love to, to know that. what that version would be. I was like once that. pumpkin spice for Halloween and I was the miss <laughs> I was the, the 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 spice girl who got kicked out before they were famous. What was she? Oh, pumpkin? Yeah, she had I had like an orange hair and my uh, one of those like jack-o'-lantern like plastic jack-o'-lanterns as a uh-huh. purse. Uh-huh. And and I did I like ma- I sewed the Jerry Hollowell dress because they don't make wow. them. The you know British flag dress. They oh, don't make mm-hmm. them in my size, so I had to make I bought a I bought a sewing machine for it and it was like really crudely made. And what I I would say like spice up your life. <laughs> Pumpkin spice up your life. I knew you were like gonna throw have a candy really good at kids. This question. <laughs> the thing oh, is, whole list see? in my phone. Of, of course, it's just like your drag queen names. I'm yeah, sure yeah, it's like yeah. the things that he keeps in his phone. These are the things that Chip is driving down the road and just is like ping. Oh, I have a new drag queen. Yeah, I don't text and drive. I drive and put things in my notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was a texting officer. I was writing myself an idea for You're my like, drag queen name. But let me tell you about this drag queen name. <laughs> let me let me uh, workshop this with you real quick. <laughs> Thanks, officer. <laughs> I knew you would have good answers, though, because even when we used to go to Seven Peaks, the music festival, and we all dress up, you would come in and he would be (laughs) Garth Brooks. But like he would have created like, you know, the big black and white shirt that Garth wears. Chip doesn't go buy that shirt. He makes it himself like sewing, spray painting. Painting. Remember your mic made out of (laughs) tinfoil? And my hat. It was impossible to find a stark white cowboy hat. So I bought a cheap hat and then I had to paint that white. It's so much. I mean, it's it's like real commitment. And there's always a story like the Spice Girl that got kicked out. Like you made up a whole scenario. (laughs) Tell me about one of your favorites. Okay. Like, because I was like, what's the last costume I did? Oh, I was a deer. Like literally that was it. Oh, that's fine. Was it part of the family? It was. It was. It was. Okay. But I will say my favorite costume that some friends and I have ever done, we did make ourselves as well. And it was, we made these big hearts, like full body my head was popping out of the top of a heart and it was like a dress. 
and we had three different sizes. And on the front, we used lettering and we wrote, I have a heart on, like heart on. And (laughs) then my friend had, I have a big heart on and I, mine said, I have a, the biggest heart on. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a big hit. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you go in that? Um, I think we went to the Tin Roof in Nashville. This was when oh I was in like my twenties. It was yeah. so long ago. Hammered. Um, obviously, never heard of that now. <laughs> <laughs> Bean Dad, the dress, thirty to fifty feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. Sixteenth Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
But yeah, it was the most clever, I think, that I've gotten. We'll actually talk more about Halloween costumes next week. So I don't want to dive too far into that. But we do, we are going to touch on like the Halloween subject a little bit. I don't know how you could do October without doing that. But not in the way of, um, well, there will be, I guess, some fun Halloween talk. But we obviously are always looking at kind of the deeper dive or what are some things that we could incorporate on the edge podcast that would work on the velvet side of things as well. And so the overhaul and the overview that we just decided for this month was to really focus on cobwebs. That is the word of the month. (laughs) Because here's the thing about cobwebs. Like it's the thing that we kind of avoid, right? Like there's all these things that when you're like seeing what's happening with a cobweb, it's usually like in a dark corner and the, th- the place you don't want to go. There's a spider you know? near it, probably. There's maybe a spider near it, something that could like scare you. But there's definitely things behind the cobweb that you probably don't want to see. So it works really when you're like looking in this like deep inner dive. If you like maybe you don't want to look at your shadow side or there's some things I'm going to talk about with the Enneagram specialist with um, our core fears and digging into those kind of things. So it could be things like that, or it could be Halloween related or like, what about if you haven't had sex in a long time? Knock the like, dust off, knock, knock the cobwebs, cobwebs off. off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny speaking of cobwebs and this relates to this podcast was when we were recording with Gretchen last week. Yeah. Um, my, I don't know if you remember, but I started acting really frantic toward the end and I I had to keep hitting mute on my microphone because there was someone knocking on my door and ringing my doorbell and my dog was losing his mind. And I like you can see if you're standing at the door of my house, you can see me sitting at my dining room table recording this. And I just would not make eye contact with him (laughs) because it was there's no way to communicate it without getting up, opening the door, being like, I can't I don't know who you are and I can't do this right now. But he stood there for a while making very strong eye contact with my dog who was just growling and trying to eat him. And then he goes to his truck and he gets his big thing and starts literally cleaning the cobwebs off of the windows in my front porch. And I'm like, what is going on? Nope. And then he came back and rang the doorbell again. I again acknowledge him. And then we wrapped up and I walked out and he was sitting in his truck and I was like, hey, I think you have the wrong house. And he was like, 1313 and says my street. And I go, Oh, I'm B. 1313. Oh no. <laughs> My cobwebs. So, so I got I'm clean. Yeah. Did you pay did you pay him? No. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> Wow. But if I was like, those were those were my Halloween decorations, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Put them back. I'm like natural. I'm like organic. <laughs> organic cobwebs only. <laughs> um, It's like a forecasting in some ways that that was happening on our last right? podcast of last month. Right? Spooky. You know, what's funny is Gretchen probably would have appreciated the fact that like someone was cleaning up my front porch. Yeah, she would have been all over that. That's some major (laughs) housekeeping. I do think it's ironic that the wrap up of the housekeeping was you getting your cobwebs clean. (laughs) Right. Like what in the world? I mean, it's so random. Universe is funny that way. Yeah. I'm like, where do you get one of those big? Because my house is like got really tall. Like the roof stuff is really tall. I'm like, where do I get one of those sticks with a dust? Probably Home Depot if I had to guess. You won't be seeing me in there. Nope. You know I hate that place. <laughs> They're cute men at Home Depot, though. I do still need to borrow your um pressure washer. That's we can yeah. talk about that after. Okay. <laughs> That's the last time Chip and I went to yeah housekeeping. I have some cobwebs. <laughs> um, last time I Chip and I went to Home Depot was because he was pressure washing my house, and it was yes. one of the best days of my life. If I'm being honest. 
It's amazing. I love it. It's so I'm, I'm about to do mine this. I think I'm going to do my my front walkway this weekend. God, it makes it. such a difference. Yeah, it's going to be really freezing does. outside. You might as well. Oh, uh, yeah. That's probably. Not um, well, the reason I said, too, that we could still keep our like housekeeping-ish mentality is we were saying before the podcast, like it is the time of the year before you move into the new year where you kind of do start to reevaluate. Like for me, fall is sort of like you're wrapping up the year, but you're sort of still in this like work phase. So we decided we would call it the fall overhaul. Like that's what we're doing when we're really diving deep into these cobwebs. So I still this month, I'm pledging it right now. Hold you me hear to it. it. Your second. <laughs> for the second time. Hopefully, you won't for the third time. <laughs> I will find any reason not to do this office. Like, but I really, really like I had a really inspiring work day to day. And I was thinking to myself, you know what would make this even better is if you were sitting in your fucking office. <laughs> like, right. Get that shit done, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because anyway. honestly, my office. The problem with it being junky is that now when I'm at home working, I work on my dining room table, Me too. which is now junky. Yeah, right. I know. You know, Your so it's like it's all that. it's all about stress. And it's like, yeah. I really do need a, a fall overhaul. Like, OK, so that's it. We're, mm-hmm. we're looking. We're getting behind our cobwebs, my cobweb of avoidance in that area. I'm going to go try to organize, maybe go listen to some of our organizing podcasts. And do a fall overhaul of my office. It's happening. Are you doing it? Are you in? Yes, I'm in. Okay. We'll report back. But my question for you guys would be going into this month, what are the cobwebs that you're avoiding? And I hope some of these topics that we end up talking about will help maybe shine some light on some areas that might be helpful or give you some tools to kind of deep dive into some of that. But I think that's like a good beginning start to think about what are the cobwebs and what... What are you avoiding? What are you, what's in your spooky little closet back there? Like spooky season. Anybody not had sex for a really long time and finally had it? Yeah. (laughs) Anybody knock the cobwebs off? We want to hear from you. If you did knock the cobwebs off, please tell us your stories. You can always remember when we used to get really funny sex stories from like Brittany and people like Brittany, Brittany, where you at, girl? (laughs) Um, Anyway, if you guys have funny stories or you're inspired to kind of look behind the cobwebs at something, email us at theedge at velvetsedge.com. We always write you back and we love hearing from you guys. You can also hit me up on Instagram. It's at velvetsedge. Chip. I'm at Chip Dorsch. It's C-H-I-P-D-O-R-S-C-H. And as you guys are going into your weekend, you're looking at your cobwebs and you're living on the edge. I hope you also remember to act casual. I don't even really think that made that much sense, but you know what I mean. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.